Hi, and welcome to Serenity Now, a place for entrepreneurs to ask questions, learn, get connected, and be inspired. Join us as we talk about all things business and the search for the ever elusive Serenity Now in both business and personal life. In this episode, we continue the conversation that we had with Tyler of Better Print Shop. Here's a reminder of what the business does. Print Shop, we're just entered our eighth year. Actually, a couple of weeks from now, we'll enter our eighth year. Um, we manufacture what we sell, which is a really interesting way to do business. Um, there's a lot of different uh, things that all relate to each other in the print business, um, specifically regarding the amount we can get out the door with the amount of people that we have in the building. They're very, very intertwined. Um, so we sell primarily paper printing stuff, business cards, rack cards, flyers, um, graphic design services, so designing all different types of print media and you know, uh, even web assets, and then uh, large format, which includes uh, vehicle wraps primarily, but also building wraps and um, typically having the ability to do all those things allows me to get some companies that are uh, my core clients that need someone who can do everything. Um, and it's a bit of a unique thing in the print business, having the ability to do large format and paper printing. Usually they're split. There's a large format place and there's a paper printing place. Um, but that's one of my uh, unique things that I do. I do both. Tyler mentioned that he's looking to scale his business, but he gets stuck in the sales role. So what does our panel have to say about that? I think that the one thing, and some of these listeners will probably resonate with this, is when you are the business owner, you are the best salesperson for your business, hands down. Nina shares her insights on how she prioritizes her time between three businesses and how she chooses what products to offer. You're in a difficult position. In my businesses, what I've really had to do, I have three. And I have to look at where I'm, where I'm spending my time, but also where, what does the story of finance tell? And so I'm not a numbers person. Rita can tell you this, Candace can tell you this. I'm a marketing person. So I love the sales too. And I love the growing, but the problem is, is if you're growing on all fronts, if you're marketing all the items on the menu, but say one thing on the menu, profit is this much and you don't know how much time you're spending on marketing them. It's a problem. So you have to really look at, do I have to offer all of this? Peggy chimes in with another story to provide a different perspective. Yeah, just a, just a cute story to go along with this whole thought process. I remember one time going into a client and he was um, producing pasta products and he said, I have 20 or 200 different SKUs. By the time I package it in the 500 mil and the you know one kg and I package this and I package that and he said the downtime of changing the production and and he said if I could just sell a truckload of cheese tortellini to Costco every week he said I'd be rich and I just looked at him and said why don't you then then Kathleen warns of what happens when we try to serve everyone in the market you know, I reach that threshold that you're describing, Tyler, um, you know, quite regularly. And we just at some point have to stop taking the business because what happens if we don't say no is we don't um, do well with the other clients that we do have. We start dropping balls, things get missed, and then those people don't want to come back to us. 
partway through, Tyler summarizes what he's learning so far. Each of you have spoken about certain things. It, it's, you know, the real picture of what you're talking about is in my mind, you know, I picture what I can cut out and I can picture how I could make this business easier. So I know these seem like, you know, maybe just uh, advice you're giving, but they really do speak to some of the, the things that I have been thinking about on my own. And just as I thought we were wrapping up, he mentions another challenge that many entrepreneurs face. My biggest clients, I'd say more than half of my monthly revenue are big, big companies and organizations and they only use me. And one of the reasons that they only use me is because I do everything and they don't have to go a bunch of places. And I'm not saying that if I stopped selling them, I know for sure that they would drop me. But I do know that a lot of the people, I do everything that they buy that comes out of a printer. But these are also my least profitable and hardest to deal with. And I have to deal with them, these people. They are, <laughs> this is what I should trip. But it would literally be cutting my business in half and throwing half away. We couldn't just leave this loaded question without providing our insights. Take a listen to what the Serenity Now sisters came up with and closing with the top tips that Tyler could consider as he continues his entrepreneurial journey. Maybe you want an answer to this too. As you each of you have spoken about certain things, it, it's, you know, the real picture of what you're talking about is in my mind, you know, I can picture what I can cut out and I can picture how I could make this business easier. So I know these seem like, you know, maybe just uh, advice you're giving, but they really do speak to some of the, the things that I have been thinking about on my own. There is, they're all loaded thoughts. Obviously, I'm cannot turn my brain off. Every second of the day, I'm you know thinking about scenarios and what would be, yeah, sure, right? Uh, what would be what? And, and so I've thought of some of these things. So it's just interesting to hear what that you say. You're affirming some of the things that I have thought before, but they are all, I don't want to say that they're not simple fixes, and I'm not saying you're assuming they're simple fixes, but they're all very loaded, very loaded things if I were to actually do some of the things I've been thinking about doing. But it's just very nice to hear you are literally everything, not everything you've said. A lot of the stuff that you all have said is stuff that I have considered on my own. But one of the things I was telling Peggy about a while ago is that I, I literally don't have people to discuss this with. Um, none of my friends are business owners, really. No, I deal with a lot of business owners. It's just transactional. It's, you know, I'm definitely not going to talk about my business to these people. So it has been wonderful. Maybe just to talk about one thing that is very common throughout everything that you're saying, which is, you know, get rid of the stuff that's not making you money and focus on the stuff that is making you money. And the kind of crazy thing about that is that, um, and selling everything, these things go kind of hand in hand as well, too. Um, I, a lot of my, so my biggest clients, I'd say more than half of my monthly revenue are big, big companies and organizations and they only use me. And one of the reasons that they only use me is because I do everything and they don't have to go a bunch of places. And I'm not saying that if I stopped selling them, I know for sure that they would drop me, but I do know that a lot of the people, I do everything that they buy that comes out of a printer. But these are also my least profitable and hardest to deal with. and I have to deal with them, these people. They are, <laughs> this is what I should trip. But it would literally be cutting my business in half and throwing half away.
You would oh, reload with I got other. You. Yeah, I no kidding. You. Completely reloaded. Nothing yeah. done. We we totally totally hear you and totally get you. Um, you know, I kind of use the analogy of I've got clients that have, you know, for example, if you've got a store that's selling a specific item, but then you you have the milk. You you sell the milk not because you're going to make money on it, but because it, it draws in the other stuff that will make the money so sometimes you need to have you know those items in yeah. your business to be able to move this forward but two things kind of struck me when you just said you've got the one-stop shop for everything but those customers are your largest headaches and least profitable mm -hmm. but it, it it keeps the cash flow flowing so to speak is that what the issue okay so yeah. so let me let me help you out on this one um and this is this one might be tough to swallow. So I'm not saying at all you shut it all down tomorrow. Well, what I'm saying is, can you take two days out of your business and sit down? Can you take two days out and walk through some of these pieces? Because you've been running eight years, and mm -hmm. it doesn't look like you're going to stop running, and, and no one's asking you to stop. Yeah. Uh, the in those two days, though, there's a lot of stuff that can be done. And and I, for one, if you love sales don't stop the freaking sales go do what you love and then the next piece is in those two days we're going to build out a foundation the foundation mm -hmm. of the company understand your costing understand service understand manufacturing if you want to keep both because it makes sense then you keep both but you need to know your numbers and that's why we're all talking about this it's it's not necessarily you have to keep the most profitable piece. You have to keep the pieces that make sense as a whole holistically for the business to get to your end goals. And at the end of the day, I'm not sure if you had a chance to do that in the eight years you've been running and, and still yeah. growing. And yeah. so taking that two days out for yourself to be able to walk through this, uh, you know, to go through costing, to build that foundation, to set up the systems, the templates, um, and the process so that you can can continue to move this forward faster, understand your timelines, understand the cash flow a lot better than what you have. Because I think you've got a good understanding of your business, but maybe it's not all written out. And and maybe that's the final piece. And then once once you do that, now you have the ability to have strategic controlled growth. And that's mm -hmm. where we layer on the correct amount of debt to leverage that growth. But I can't tell you what you need until we open that up yeah. to be able to move it forward. Yeah. I, I may actually put a pin, like some of the others have said, on some of the growth at this point, just so you can get up to speed with that foundation, understanding your cash, understanding the two sides of the business, you know, that makes sense, yeah. that work together. Yeah. And also, maybe it's time to go back in and look at those numbers that you've got for your seniors and production uh, and what numbers are coming out. I don't know how you incent. I don't know how everybody grows. But it's not all on you to, you know, uh, for my staff, I'm like, you have to basically earn your keep. Mm -hmm. And it sounds awful, but yeah. <laughs> earn your keep is, is it helps everybody understand that, you know, there's stuff going out, but enough has to come in to match that and how much do you need to match it some yeah. some you double some you know just go a little bit over some you have to two and a half times you know it all depends because it depends on how long your projects are it depends on your cash flow and the timing of it so so yeah. once you determine that um and then as you're talking to your staff you can also say like 
is this the right place for you? You know, maybe they want to take a step down and be junior. Maybe you've already got it right there inside the team. But just take that two days out for you to run through some of these. And I can send maybe a quick little outline of these are the things you want to run through. <laughs> and we're all probably happy to kind of help you with that person. We feel you. We totally mm -hmm. feel it. We hear you. We get it. We've all been through it yeah. in all different facets of it. So. And, it, and I remember, you know, when people talk to me about these things at the beginning, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I know I have to take time out. Yeah, I know I have to look at this. Yeah, I know I have to yeah. do the costing. Just let me go do my sales, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. But, but if you take those two days to focus, build that foundation, process systematization, template it out, then you can do your controlled growth and your strategy that goes along with it and then build out the correct debts requirements that you need so yeah i i'm gonna wrap it up um because i feel like you left us a little bit with a loaded gun but that's okay um <laughs> i know everybody wants to jump in on this one i i will say that how you grew your business from beginning till now may not be how you're going to grow your business moving out and I think that that's often an error that a lot of businesses will do is they're like, well, I've, I started like this. And so I just have to keep doing it. And people expect me to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, you're a different business. You're a different size. You have a different need for yourself. You yourself as a person and your own needs as a business owner is different as well. And so taking that time to assess and figure it out, um, prioritizing the, you know, the money making products and services is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, making sure that you are, you know, relying on the delegation and the big D, as you mentioned. Um, and another thing that we discussed today was analyzing the costing and really, you know, being solid on those numbers. And so if you can't take two days out of your business to do this, that's another problem. Um, yeah. And so I think that you will gain a lot of um, just knowledge from being able to kind of parse that out and maybe you're doing it with someone. Um, so, you know, business coach or accountant or CFO or, you know, somebody who can kind of support you through this. And so you're not just alone thinking like, oh, I got to figure this whole thing out. And uh, Rita sounds like she has a few bullet points that, you know, here are some things to consider. So I wanted to thank you, Tyler, for joining us today. Um, man, I think we all learned a lot and uh, it's, it's really interesting because I, that, I always say there's like a one year, three year, seven year, 10 year kind of hump that everybody kind of goes yep. through. And this might have just slowed down a little bit because of COVID. And so your seventh year, seven year yep. itch is kind of like, what am I doing in life? What am yep. I doing in this business? And, okay. and the seven year itch in marriage, as they say, is like kind of like that, right? And so don't worry about it. Everybody has this um, at one point or another in their business. So my final thought to Tyler is you're not charging those big guys enough. Big I guys can it. afford it, and they're the ones that you need to raise the price on. Candice, what's your where final final thought for Tyler? Um, one thing that thought that came to me through the thing is through there. Um, is I'm a type A personality too, and you know delegation is hard for me because nobody can do it as well as I can. And I've realized as I get older that sometimes other people's good enough, even though it may not be good enough for me, is good enough. Perfection is a is a, a unreachable goal sometimes. Or overrated, right? Or yes. overrated, exactly. Yeah. Kathleen, tell us. 
just this is you're in the hard part. I mean, you've been at it for several years. You know, um, you know what the your challenges are. But um, you know, I had somebody tell me once you've you've got to get help. You've got to hire those people. And and I thought I couldn't afford it. And and um, I wouldn't see the cash flow. But it's just you know, it's just not true. You hire that person. You increase your production or productivity, and uh, you just have to get through the uncomfortable part. Okay, uh, Rita. Well, I, I'm all about your foundation. So for me, it's time to go back, look inside, you know, under the rug, peek through everything, even though you may not want to do that piece of the puzzle because it actually makes you pause. Mm -hmm. But it also helps you rethink and review and, and then say, are these um, getting me to my end goals? Because you started the business for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure we want to get to your end goals, whether yeah. it's lifestyle business, whether you want to sell the business, whether you want to just stay there forever and then eventually die. I don't yeah. know what those end goals are, but taking that moment to pause, look at the foundation. And that, and that's kind of what we like to do is look in there and see those gaps and the risk pieces. And then we can fill those out, flush them out with the right people and the right advisors. So I also wanted you to have a last thought after everyone's done as well. Yeah. I will definitely get that. Um, Nina. Tyler, I wanted to give you a couple of practical things. One is timelines when you have clients. Yeah. You know, when you're saying you have a bunch of people at once, don't be afraid to give them realistic timelines. Mm -hmm. So instead of hiring up and saying, we need more people, we need more people. Don't be afraid to say right now, we're really busy. You're, we're going to get to your project. It's going to be two weeks out, three weeks out. And one thing that I've noticed that happens in co with COVID the year, people are a little bit more realistic and a little bit more patient. Yep. So don't be afraid to say that. And then also increasing those prices. Yeah. And um, oh, you're also you're doing a great job. I mean, this is what our economy is. This is small business. Employing eight people, great job giving them careers, it's amazing. So, mm -hmm. so don't forget to give yourself a pat on the back. You're doing great. And we wanna, you, we all constantly evaluate. You're not in a different position than anyone else. We all do it in our businesses too, too no matter what level of success you're at. I'm gonna mention just on, uh, you know, how do you break this down? Because we have a lot of advice that we've kind of thrown at you. And I'm gonna say, what's the first baby step that you can take? And what it might be is, you know, February, you're going to look at the numbers. March, you're going to look at this. April, yeah. you're going to look at that. And eventually, by the end of the year, you've looked at 12 things. And so yeah. keep in mind that the, the foundation, so we're echoing what uh, Rita said, and yeah. then also, you know, just looking at different parts of the business and how you want to grow it. And mm -hmm. maybe because it's been a little while since you've looked at the numbers, maybe even have a team member do a little bit of a, a competitor's check on some of the things that you've added in or you're making a lot of money on and you're seeing that there's more of a need there. So there's there's a variety of different things, but it's all about one baby step. It's what is the goal yeah. for this week? What's the goal for this month? Um, and, no, and being okay with not having the answers all at one shot. Yeah. The two day is going to be a time for you to also help you organize that calendar, I think. And so that's what I'm going to leave you with as well. How how did this feel? Because <laughs> you're drowning with like six women, just like boom, let's go. Well, I have a lot of sisters in my life, and uh, my wife and my sisters are all best friends, so this isn't an uncommon thing. But um, 
But uh, overall, I think it's definitely valuable advice. There's some things that stood out kind of more than others. There's some things that are, you know, as much as, you know, the building of, or knowing your foundation, that seems like the biggest task and likely the most important, but also the biggest with just the amount of products I sell. And it, it doesn't actually get broken down in my, you know, in my uh, income statement to, to really show, you know, this type of business card. You know, I've got 25 different types of business cards. <laughs> Which one's the most profitable? So that one's the most daunting task, um, but I have no doubt that it's the most important. And also, I don't doubt that it's the one that I've been putting off because it's the most daunting task and also the most important. So I think that you're right all about that. That is where I should start. Um, I do think that a cost analysis on big clients versus small clients is a good idea for sure. I just know that abandoning the big client thing right now, I would lose half my revenue and I wouldn't be able to pay my rent. Um, so that is, I, I believe that it's the right thing to do, but figuring out the strategy to be able to increase the other half of my business to be able to support my business. Like I mentioned, we're not quite at the breakthrough spot now. We were, but anyways, thanks COVID. But um, so there's definitely value in that and it's something that I keep running around in my head as I'm being stressed out by big jobs. You know, what if I just got rid of that side of the business? So it's interesting to hear you guys um, talk about that. But um, I think the biggest thing that is the takeaway from all this is that I need to stop procrastinating, building out costs on every single one of my items. I have those tools um, and to be able to kind of see what is not only the more profitable thing, but what is a steady stream of business? What's not seasonal? What's not related? You know, I'm not going to lose all my business in the month of November because we don't have trade shows in November. Right. Um, a closer analysis and time off thinking about just that stuff is clearly needed. Um, clearly needed. Uh, I just need to get over the, I don't know how to start <laughs> yeah. this project. Um, but I think taking the time off to to clear everything else off my schedule is step one. So awesome. Yeah. Well, I think you've you've got it. That's the first step. And again, you don't have to be costing all 130 items that you've got. It could yeah. just be let's take a look at this category and let's pick the top five. Let's look at this category. And so do it in the way that works for you um, mm -hmm. and is manageable for you. And nor are we saying get rid of all your big clients, right? There yeah. could be some where the yeah. growth potential or maybe their connections or their number of referrals, like there's a bunch of different reasons as to why you're going to keep them. Just make sure there is a reason. Yeah. And it's not that they're not making you money, you know, and they're they're yeah. being a pain in the butt. And so just you make sure that you consider that as well. Um, and then just a, a quick thing is keep in mind the information that we're sharing today on the podcast isn't construed. It should not be construed or relied on as legal or accounting or business advice. So if you have a need to go and find someone who um, you can kind of chat with and get the professional advice, make sure you do that. And for all the listeners um, also joining in as well, I recommend that. Yeah. All right. Awesome. And it's a wrap. The challenges that Tyler is facing is too common in the world of business. It will take some time for him to review and select the advice that resonates with him and the Better Print Shop. We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked out nuggets of wisdom for your organization. Maybe you know someone who could benefit from this podcast. Please share it with your business community and perhaps it could give an entrepreneur some serenity now.
We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up some good tips and best practices that would benefit your entrepreneurial journey. Remember, none of the content in this podcast should be relied upon as standard legal or business advice. Always consult a professional for your specific business. You may know someone who could benefit from this podcast. Please share it with your business community and perhaps it can give an entrepreneur you know some serenity now.